This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. Merrill Lynch is lowering its sales forecast for China. It expects passenger vehicle sales to fall 9% this year and total sales will be down 7%. Last week, China announced several stimulus packages to get sales going, but Merrill Lynch says it doesn't think this is going to work. Meanwhile, it's lowering its earnings forecast for Geely, GAC, and Great Wall. Sales of electric cars and hybrids continue to grow in the U.S. market, but plug-in hybrids are dropping like a rock. So far this year, sales of regular hybrids are up almost 16%. Electrics are up 68%, but plug-in hybrid sales dropped 28%. And here's our AutoLine Insight. Environmental consumers are not impressed by the limited electric range of plug-in hybrids. Regular car buyers are very leery about having to plug in a battery. And so neither group is much interested in PHEVs. And this should be a warning for automakers, especially the European automakers. They're investing heavily in plug-in hybrids, and customers are not very interested. In Europe, PHEV sales fell 4.5% in the first quarter. Suppliers and auto analysts were starting to worry about rising levels of the inventory parked on U.S. car, car dealers' lots. And no wonder, there were more than 4 million vehicles in inventory. But automakers are showing discipline. According to numbers from Wards, they cut inventory by 140,000 vehicles last month without resorting to blowout discounts. There's now a normal 64-day supply, down from 72 days in April. Subaru has the lowest inventory, only 31 days worth. Mitsubishi has the highest, with 95 days. In other words, It would take Mitsubishi's dealers three months to sell off everything on their lots if they didn't bring in any more new ones. From the company that revealed the secrets of the Tesla Model 3, Monroe & Associates will host an electric vehicle conference on Friday, June 21st at its headquarters in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Monroe will provide a deep dive into the motors, batteries, and electronics of the Tesla Model 3, BMW i3, Chevrolet Bolt, and Jaguar I-Pace. You can purchase tickets at Eventbrite or at LeanDesign.com. And you better hurry because only 100 spots are available. Last week, GM revealed details about the all-new 3-liter inline six-cylinder diesel going in the Chevy Silverado. Now, FCA is sharing info about its new eco-diesel going in the 2020 Ram 1500. The 3-liter V6 cranks out 280 horsepower and 480 pound-feet of torque. That's three more horses and 20 more pound-feet than the Chevy. Fuel economy was not disclosed, but the company expects it to be number one in the segment. The Eco Diesel is available in all models and configurations, including the Ram Rebel for the first time. The engine's actually made in Italy, and it goes on sale in the fourth, fourth quarter of this year, and that is when they're going to announce the price. Continental has taken the human-machine interface to a whole new level, It teamed up with Silicon Valley company Leia to bring 3D displays into cars. 
Anyone in the vehicle, both front and rear, can see the 3D images. Best of all, you don't have to wear special goggles to see the Im images, and they're still visible even in direct sunlight. It's also customizable, so automakers can differentiate the system from their competitors. Interestingly, this isn't some sort of pie-in-the-sky technology that's decades away. Continental says it already has a customer, and this 3D system will go into production in 2022. And man, oh man, is this industry ever going crossover crazy. Mercedes-Benz is coming out with a GLB crossover, which slots in between the GLA and the GLC. It's powered by a four-cylinder gasoline engine, mated to an eight-speed DCT, and it's available with the company's 4MATIC all-wheel drive system. It features some off-road design elements, and it is offered with an off-road package, which adapts the engine's power and ABS while off-roading. Inside, the GLB features a widescreen infotainment display, and it's available with a five- or seven-seat configuration. It'll be on sale by the end of this year. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by DuPont, transforming industries and improving lives through material science. The structure of cars and trucks used to be made mostly from steel. Now we're seeing a mix of all kinds of materials, and that is making it a lot more challenge to repair them. So on AutoLine After Hours this week, we have Stacy Wesselink from iCar, the Collision Repair Association, and she'll be coming on the show. She'll be talking about how iCar can help you make sure your car gets repaired the right way if you ever get in an accident. And man, we were stunned to see a posting on Facebook where the head of Lincoln Design, David Woodhouse, announced he was immediately resigning. Woodhouse made a real splash at Lincoln, and the designs coming out under his leadership have been well-received by the public. He didn't say why he's leaving, but we fully expect him to pop up at another automaker, which is probably putting a lot more money in his pocket. Speaking of Lincoln, the Corsair just hit the market, but we already know when it will get redesigned. Auto Forecast Solutions reports the next generation goes into production in Louisville, Kentucky in September of 2024. And with that, we wrap up today's show. Thank you for watching, and please join us here again tomorrow.